Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Well, we got a home run, King. And I thought it was a great touch, too, Key, that everybody's wearing 44. Hank Aaron, who passed away in January. Home run King, of course, as you remember him, 744 home runs. So they were honoring him. And at the Home Run Derby, it was a repeat champ. But there was a show, certainly, to start out for Major League Baseball's All-Star Weekend. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, everybody. Alan Hahn with Key. Yo. What's happening, man? Chilling. Were you, did you feel like it was like Dodgers were missing from the show yesterday? It just didn't have like a Dodger influence. No, not really. No? Who, I mean, I guess we could have... See, you wouldn't get Mookie Betts because no, of the power. He's not, yeah, and he's not playing. Bellinger. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be – I mean, who so else So, you don't would... tune in, though. Like, if it's Dodgers, you're in. Like, you're – No, 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 no. I'm going to watch – I know the... you're a baseball fan. I'm going to watch – I guess I – no, but the All-Star game, I'm not really going to oh, watch on. based on Dodgers. Let me tell you something. Home Run Derby, I'm – everybody knows me. I'm an NBA no, guy. No, I'm watching it is the better. Home Run Derby, but I'm saying – Based just on the Dodgers being there, I'm not setting my schedule because the Dodgers in or out. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. It's the All-Star weekend. I'm telling you right now, this. I'm not going prisoner of the moment. Maybe I am. But I'm not trying to. The Home Run Derby is better than a slam dunk contest. I'm an, I'm an NBA guy. Let's better than a slam dunk contest. It win. is by far. No, win. now. Now. It has become I mean, more fun, more entertaining Something about a, it is compelling to the NBA slam dunk, which has gone away. It's just not must-watch anymore. I would say the last couple of years has been kind of dull. But overall, yeah. though, the slam dunk contest has had its bright moments, man. It's had some moments, but has it had – yesterday, again, another show, just majestic home runs, just, I mean, absolute just bombs, like 500-foot. Shohei Otani was a great man, show. Even though it off balls up. Stop, man. So What? <laughs> but, but maybe that's my point, though. Maybe that's my point. Hell, if I throw you a 35-mile-an-hour fastball, you'd be able to knock it out the park time. Well, I could put on a show on the softball field. I could do that. I mean, you I might as well tee it up in like a T-Little League. But, but that's not the point. It's just something about it. There's something cool about it. You're going to tell me that you weren't watching that. Pete Alonso had 35 home runs in no, the first round. No, I was round, watching because I wanted to like, see. And you're just like, damn, he had nine in a row. Like, just absolute I was watching shots. to see who would hit it out the park. Yeah, the actual nobody park. got it out. Yeah, yeah nobody I wanted to see because Colorado is obviously a hitter's park. Yep. A short uh, outfield. So, I wanted to see if anybody could get it up and over. Yeah. You know? Well, they tried. Yeah. Oh, I know they yeah, tried definitely. to hit they tried to hit the scoreboard a couple of times. Probably like that. need Dave Kingman back playing again. Ooh, Dave Kingman, good reference. But still, like th- there was just something fun. No, it was great. I, I wanted it's to like see you, it. You, you're right. It's an absolute novelty. There's nothing like about it. It's it's a soft pitch. It's it's BP basically. It's not but even BP. It's less it's than that. Fun, well, because they're but they're trying to hit home runs. In BP, yeah. generally, you're hitting home runs and you're trying to like put in different parts of the field. But it also it your endurance. I think your endurance is extremely important because you're swinging in them legs after a while <laughs> because you're not going to stand at the plate and what do you what is about in in one trip to the plate? I would say what are you getting. 30 swings in? At one trip to the plate? Maybe a little bit. No, right now. Oh, you mean in the the derby? derby. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the derby? With with 30? No, you could even get more. I mean, again, Alonzo hit 35. Oh, so you, okay, so you probably. It's two minutes. 
Yeah, so it's two minutes, but how many swings can you get in? Probably in get two 40. Minutes? Okay, so let's say you get 45. I'll give you 45 just to push it yeah. a little bit. All right. That's a lot, man. Yeah. You got to be in shape to be able to do that. Them legs, them legs eventually going to give out on you, and your stance is going to, you know, start to wobble a little bit. Yeah. You're going to get wide. You're going to stumble because you're swinging, and that's only one round. You know, it's endurance. It's endurance. Well, it's for sure. Slam dunk is the same thing too. You miss a dunk, got to do it again after a while. The yeah, legs but you aren't only there. usually, you only usually, most likely in a slam dunk contest, you're getting guys get their first one right. They get they don't really have to repeat all that. Well, much. Listen, Nate Robinson. <laughs> I mean, a couple, a couple guys will repeat. There's no question about it. Yeah. But in this, think about if you swing in that bat and you swinging it seven straight times, I mean, you gonna get tired. Well, it happens, and some guys, remember Aaron Judge, there was a couple other players as well who had a great home run derby, and then after that just couldn't hit the ball. Like, they were exhausted. It affected their swing. All that stuff, we saw that happening. But the guy to watch now, okay, Pete Alonso doesn't affect him at all. He had a blast, too. The Mets' first baseman, who repeated as, as the champ, just owned it. He just enjoyed himself. He had fun with it. That's also, I think, added to it is that the players – which typically, again, baseball has gone through this this sort of uh, identity crisis of keep your head down, don't celebrate, don't show up anybody. No, to hell with that. Have fun, show joy, and they were doing that. And Alonzo was leading the way, which made it even more fun to see a guy. He was dancing in between pitches. It was great playing some Nas. Had to now, love if that anybody too. got a problem with you celebrating the home run derby, then something's don't something is certainly wrong. Tell me about it. With well, you remember when Griffey put his hat backwards? Oh my God. <laughs> we were like clutching our pearls. His hat's backwards. Disrespectful to the game. And you got Griffey there with gray in his hair. What, how old do you feel when you see Ken Griffey Jr. with gray in his hair? No, I was looking at Griff. I was like, is that? Yeah, I, I thought guess it was his is. dad. Yeah. No, I was like, is that? Yeah, I guess that is Ken Griffey. Yeah, but but the the uh, when it comes to the uh, the fatigue factor that you mentioned, yes. Shohei Otani. Otani's going to pitch now in tonight's All-Star game. Yeah, he'll pitch two people. It's amazing. Yeah, A probably, batter or two. Probably. But you talk about getting tired. So he started off real slow, and it looked like it wasn't going to be the show we were hoping for. Here's a guy who's 33 home runs at the break. But then all of a sudden he got hot. And the next thing you know, like he and Juan Soto are going like mano a mano if I could. And he ends up losing, but he still hits 28 home runs through. Uh, they go through a, an extra round, and then on top of it sort of a, a three swings kind of deal. And Soto was fantastic. Uh, and he hit all three out. But still – Otani doesn't disappoint entirely, even though he's out in the first round. As I mentioned, six of his 28 home runs went for 500 feet or more. That's the most of anybody uh, ever in in a single derby performance. So so none of his went out. Into the asphalt. No, but uh, but it's t- it's tough in that place because they've got such a the scoreboard so high and yeah. But that's 465 true. feet average with an average exit velo of 110. I don't even know what the exit velo means, so I'm uh, not gonna uh, act I'll, like I'll I'm you know, not gonna act like I do. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean obviously <laughs> that's pretty the good, fact man. that you read it means it's good. Yeah. So now he pitches, so we'll see if there's any impact on him in this. Chris Singleton, who we talked to yesterday on our show on MLB on ESPN Radio just talked about that, the fact that Otani uh, has to recover. And we'll call this Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. I hope, Boog, that he can recover because he was tired tonight in that home run derby. I mean, from the first round, it wasn't like, you know, advancing and, you know, you're looking at fatigue. You could see that fatigue, even after extended periods of time off, didn't look like he was recovering real well. 
You have the higher elevation here, thinner air, a little bit harder. But, you know, again, the spotlight was on him coming into this derby. Okay, it's over. Pete Alonso won. It shifts back to Shohei Otani tomorrow. And for the sake of all the fans, you hope that he'll be in a good spot to do something special, either on the mound or at the plate, or why not both? He was talking to Boog, who's obviously John Shambi, and we'll have him on later on the show. That's Straight Talk, by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. You see there, too, you know what I like there? Is that Otani put on a show, even though it didn't get out of the first round, there's a lot of hype around him right now, which is good but for baseball. But it ain't even hype, though. Hype, hype is, to me, the word hype is something that's manufactured. Okay. It ain't, he's real. Like, the dude is really And you real. know how we know he's real? He's real. Because when he was done, as we showed you on ESPN2, the, the replays of last night, how many players came up to him, gave him a high five, you know, offered him, like, you know, all that stuff. You used to see the hugs. You see everything else. Like, that's the respect factor. Well, that's the, they I they just appreciate believe. The, his game, though. Whenever yes. you appreciate somebody's game, you go in and you acknowledge them in every single sport. You, whether it's football, basketball, hockey, tennis, whatever, you respect that person's game. You know that he's here to stay, and he's a hell of an out. Talent recognizes talent. Absolutely. That's 100%. how I always feel. Absolutely. Yeah. You but, know. Now, with that in mind, we move into another topic. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Has the home run derby surpassed the slam dunk contest when it comes to those, you know, again, novelty, all-star weekend kind of things? Is that something like you're like, you know what, the home run derby's must-watch slam dunk? Not as much as it used to be. At KeyJNZ, of course, on Twitter as well. MLB All-Star Game coverage begins, by the way, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. So with that in mind, mm-hmm. what I just said about Otani and how there's clear respect from a lot of his peers around him, I have this question to ask coming up. Why doesn't Giannis get that same kind of respect after huge performances? Here he is at the NBA Finals. Is he getting the respect from his peers? Something we will discuss Next. Again, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Just getting started. KJZ, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and, of course, right now on ESPN2. Loads toward the basket and stuffed with two hands. They can't stop Giannis tonight. And goes for 41 points, a second straight 40-point finals game. I'm not Michael Jordan. You know, all I care about right now is getting one more. That's all. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So we've got to wait a couple of days for the NBA Finals to continue. What do you think on that barge right now? What state was that? Or city? Well, it's the Brooklyn Bridge. I think you could have it in one guess. (laughs) Why do you make a face like that? Why? It's foggy in the damn summer. It is foggy. Yeah, it happens when there's a lot of humidity. (laughs) It's cold in the morning. It's foggy in the summer, man. Yeah. I've never seen that. We're in London. (laughs) <laughs> apparently but yeah it's the weather here man has not been great by the way we upset some people when we were talking about maine yesterday what well, we did what happened remember we were talking with dominique foxworth about- i didn't say anything bad about Maine. i just said it's all the same yeah no it was me oh you said yeah. something bad what, what happened somebody got mad at you a lot of people social media who are from from maine social media yes because well first of all we were saying that like, i guess you and neek were saying it's the favor, same man. thing as cape cod it, it's the same it, no thing. it's not <laughs> Well, it is to me. <laughs> but anyways, it was just it, it was it was as if I was disparaging Maine, and I was not. There's just a difference. And if you're going to Cape Cod, there's one. You know, you're going there for one purpose. But if you're going to Maine, it's like a different kind of purpose. You know, right. I've never nature, been to Maine, so it just seems I have been, and I seems like to it. be the same to me. Uh, by the way, here in New York, that's not fog. It's we call it hazy. And later, it'll be hazy, hot, and humid, which I know you probably love all of that. It's fine. It's not. It's not two weeks ago. Well, Jay Will tells us in Milwaukee, it's actually cool, so that's a good thing. He's enjoying the weather there. But we got to wait a day to the NBA Finals. So, with that said, it made me kind of wonder. And, I, and speaking of social media, I was seeing this kind of kicked around on social media. What is the deal? What is the deal? Here I go with going Seinfeld on you. What is the Never story with Giannis and the fact that we debate his greatness? But then I always uh, go back to the Otani thing. Talent recognizes talent. Like you probably with wide receivers, same thing. Like you watch players and you know what's who's legit and who's not, right? Just your eye will tell you. So you'll acknowledge somebody that maybe everybody else doesn't know is great, but you know this guy. This guy is good. Like this guy's the deal. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you could say that, right? Okay, because you know you have the eye for it. So I generally will fall back to that when I see players, especially great players, react to certain players. I'm like, all right. What I don't see on social media from great players, the LeBrons of the world, all those guys, I'll see them go nuts about something. You know, Damon Lillard hits a shot, they all go crazy, right? Steph Curry does something. LeBron does something. You know, Harden has a KD. Whatever it is you see on social media, those guys with the blue checks, they Mm -hmm. all react. The blue checks. When Giannis has back-to-back 40-point games in the finals, it feels like the only people that react are media. It's just like I was wondering, like, what's going on there? What's the story? I asked a whole bunch of people. That I know, guys, former players, current players, uh-huh, NBA yesterday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I asked him, like, am I wrong? Like, because like, Jay, remember Jay yesterday was upset that we were talking about Giannis in a way that we don't see him as an all-time great, despite where, what he's doing right now in the finals. Well, Jay, Jay, Jay is our NBA guy, and he does a great job at doing it. He works hard at doing it. Um, But, see, there's always a but there. Yeah. You can't use people like Shaq and Giannis in the same breath. It's oh. just not it's not right. It's not the same. I agree. And it and you may look the same based on some missed free throws to you, <laughs> but when you looking at it, at least for me, a guy that's only competed 
in professional football at the highest level, not professional basketball. But I certainly played enough basketball to know basketball. And I think I could get a blue check mark as a basketball guy. Okay. When I watch Giannis, his skill set is such that if he don't put his shoulders down and go to the cup, I ain't, I ain't got nothing else to worry about. That's one thing. That's it. That's literally what one player who I talked to, current player who has rings, mm-hmm. told me that that's the thing that Giannis is a terrific player. He's a great guy. And this is not so that you know. athleticism. This is not a script. That you and I are talking about. No. You, I didn't just script that for you to say what you said. No, no, no. I just see it with my own eyes. Yeah. If if I'm not putting my shoulders down, I Giannis has nothing else that makes me go, wow. I'm not like wowed, right? Even right. even when he spin on Crowder the other night and dunked the ball, it didn't even get me out my seat. If Shaq would have dunked it, Breath I would have been like, damn, he can ready to break the rim. Yes. It, it, was, it was just a – I don't know what it is, man. I'm I, trying to – that's what I was trying to figure out. And, and that's what one player that one, – one of the several players I talked to. I see to. you looking at your notes. You yeah, well, I, I wanted to make sure I wrote down everything chicken scratch, by the way. But I wanted to make sure I just had it right. But it was just like, you know, just you, you respect him. But it's not like he's – hitting a bunch of – he doesn't get hot and hit a bunch of threes and, like, get into his bag. Like, it's just that. It's that his, his length and athleticism gets it done. I had all these different reactions. One guy, one former player from uh-huh. the 90s, you uh-huh. know what he told me? He goes, you know what happens? He goes, old guys like me, this guy's an MVP, defensive player of the year, never guards the other team's best player. And it's hard to, like, you watch it going, come on, go get – go check that guy. And you just don't see it and it frustrates you. So you feel like that's a little bit – maybe the respect gets lost there. But – Another guy said to me, plain and simple, he goes, see James Harden's comments. That's, why, that's how people really feel. That's how like, the elite players feel about him. So let's go back to that. James Harden, as you remember, this goes back to when Giannis won the MVP in 2019. Plus he hasn't won anything yet. So I'm sure that has a lot to oh, yeah. do with it. But Hard, like, again, Harden kind of is speaking for, I think, a lot of the NBA elite. At least that's what one guy said to me. He goes, go see what he said and go see that whole beef. So Giannis beat Harden for the MVP in 2019. Harden was happy about it. And in, in one of the comments, he said right after that, I think the, once the media creates a narrative about somebody from the beginning of the year, they take that narrative and run with it. Because, you know, media does vote on the MVP. Mm-hmm. Giannis's response was, well, that's their opinion. You know, like, like uh, the trophy's in my house. So it starts a little beef there. So now All-Star happens in 2020. And Giannis is one of the captains. He's picking a team with LeBron. And you remember this was on this was on TNT, it was on national TV, mm-hmm. that when he's trying to pick players, he actually passes on James Harden and was going with Kemba Walker or Trey Young instead. And when, when Charles Barkley asked him, wait, 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 you don't want the dribbler, meaning James Harden, he said, I want somebody who's going to pass the ball. And so you know that that got ugly, right? So so it goes from there to James Harden and a sit down with Rachel Nichols, and this is from just after that in February twenty twenty. James Harden's reaction to Giannis, this was pretty strong. I wish I could just run, run and with seven feet and run and just dunk. Like that takes no skill at all. <laughs> I got to actually learn how to play basketball and how to have skill, you know? I'll take that any day. Wow. 
<laughs> we forget about that, right? I don't, I but ha- I get it. I actually have to know how to play basketball with yeah, he skill. Dropped, he dropped out. Well, that was a that talk about a home run. Now the pandemic <laughs> happened like a month after it, so this kind of went away. No, I get it. But when we're watching Giannis in the finals right now, we're wondering, you know, like like I keep and I even ask some players like, why can't I get into this? And it's that same feeling that there's no doubt he's an athletic marvel. He's an athletic talent. He's athletic There's not talent. a lot of great respect at the very top of the game for this guy. It, it's not a lot of – I mean, he has a lot of athletic talent for his size. There's no question yeah. about it. He doesn't have – he he's a great show story. a lot of basketball skills like James saying. Mm-hmm. But is that – I guess is that wrong because he's a seven-footer and he does what his size will allow him to do. And that's all you – I guess that's all you need from him. That's it. I mean, he's got – he's – he, what he's got, but he's doing the most with. There's, there it is again. Yeah. But you don't necessarily respect that based on the hype and all the accolades that he gets. So it becomes problematic in that situation because real recognizes real. I mean, we could equate it to certain – we're running out of time and i got to get to this break, but yeah. we certainly could have this conversation and go dive into football do about different positions, about the way you look at certain guys in – Football. Yeah, I do think it's relatable, very relatable to football, and we'll carry this conversation over with you. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Again, a reminder, coverage of Game 4 of the NBA Finals tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, and you can hear it right here on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. So, again, does Giannis deserve more respect, especially from his peers, the very top of the league, or is Jan, is James Harden right? We'll discuss that after Key has this from Straight Talk. It's time for some Straight Talk. We've all been there. You have some real work to do, but the free Wi-Fi where you're working isn't going to cut it. It's like leaving a winning runner stranded on third, so you know that's definitely not good. Well, now you can be your own hotspot with Straight Talk Ultimate Unlimited Plan. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month, all on America's largest, most dependable networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Michael is in Queens. Michael, what's up, man? And as far as Key goes and the diva, Key, you're so diva, it's more like Kiva should be your new name. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
that going to go left center? Look at this one. Is he going to hit the scoreboard? He's one away from time. Did he just win it? He just won it. Pete Alonso, home run derby champ again. What a show last night in Colorado, John Shambi. With the call on ESPN Radio, Pete Alonso of the Mets repeats his home run derby champion. Became the third hitter to win back-to-back home run derbies along with Ken Griffey Jr. in 98-99. And Ioannis Cespedes in 2013-14. Shohei Otani was knocked out after the going uh, through a first-round swing-off in the second tiebreaker with Juan Soto of the Nationals. The final tally between Soto and Otani was 31 home runs to 28. Alonzo, by the way, he defeated Trey Mancini in the finals. Trey Mancini of the Orioles. To basketball, uh, this happened again. Now it's getting our attention. Team USA is 0-2 in Olympic exhibitions after a loss to Australia. <laughs> Back-to-back losses. Remember, they lost to Nigeria on Saturday. Prior to Saturday, Team USA was 54-2 all-time in exhibitions since 1992 when pros started playing for the team. We will discuss later. Look what they've done to the Stanley Cup. The Lightning in a second boat parade in 10 months have dented it. Hockey's Hall of Fame keepers of the cup could be seen carrying the damaged cup with a blanket covering the bowl and then loading into the back of a car. A source tells ESPN's Greg Wyshynski that the cup will be shipped back to Canada for repairs. There's no word on how it was damaged. Lighting of the first team to repeat a Stanley Cup champion since the Penguins did it in 2016 and 2017. They should never get it back again. Sports Center brought to you by Indeed. Indeed has this hiring tool called Instant Match. And it really lives up to its name. Just post a sponsored job and Indeed instantly searches millions of resumes in their database to immediately deliver the candidates that fit your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. That's a big one more, obviously, for the Bucks. They get tomorrow night's win in game four. That series now is tied at two. They were down... Two games to nothing as the series headed to Milwaukee. They do win game three by 20. And now we see if they can even the series. Or if the Suns can bring it back with a chance to win the championship on Saturday's game five. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. And so we have two questions for you this morning. One, we're getting some tweets on. And that is off of the home run derby last night in this sense of maybe I'm in the prison of the moment. Home Run Derby has become way more entertaining, way more must-watch than the NBA Slam Dunk Contest. And one of the tweets I got um, is actually the best way to put it, is that Andrew said that the dunk contest is not having big names hurts it year after year. At least in the Home Run Derby, these are all guys that are stars, well-known players in the game, and it's there's something dramatic about that. Whereas the NBA Slam Dunk Contest, you just don't, have that element like we did when it first started with Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins and you know those types of guys Vince Carter big names in the game just not part of it and LeBron James has never participated in it I think that's also heard it well, as well LeBron, LeBron James is a power dunker yep he's not a art dunker like the creative ways of fast breaks and you see guys doing things that's just not you know LeBron's not that that's not what he is so what 
Everybody huh? wanted so what? But it, Everybody but wanted him to do it. Just do it for the people. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Who cares if you lose? Do it and lose, or what? do something awkward and hurt Put on yourself. Put show and smile about it. Oh. Ot- Otani. Everybody's excited about Otani. He doesn't oh, get out of the stop. first round. He stop, smiled, man. laughed, and everything was over with. Yeah, but Ohio, Put on a show. It's about the o- show. Otani is hitting jacks left and right. Yeah. Well, LeBron's going to make a couple of breathtaking dunks because, oh, like you said, he can powerful power dunk. He's not gliding from the free throw line in the air. He's too big. You don't think he could jump from the free throw line and dunk the basketball? Yes, six, but it won't look the same. He's not going to sit up there like Jordan and double cock it yeah. and pull it back up and make it look like he's walking in air. No, it's not like that. All right. It's just not. And our stars, like, okay, so you say stars. I would love to see Steph Curry have an 80-inch vertical, <laughs> it, it, that would look great. So it's about but the Steph, shorter guys. It, it really, to me, it really is because it just looks graceful when they're in the air. Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, two guys that aren't small. No, they're, they're about not. Six, seven, six, no, but they did some They had a things. great show, and that was really the last time it was exciting. So we have that question see. for you. 888-SAY-ESPN. Stoudemire in the dunk contest. Yeah, 610 and stuff like it's that. It's a lot hard to do. But uh, we also were talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo and how just something we've noticed is back-to-back 40-point games in the finals. I mean, the only other guys to do that is LeBron and Shaq. Yet, while media and a lot of fans do marvel at Giannis and his performances so far and what he's been able to do, it's just hard not to notice that the superstars of the sport don't react the same way as they do to others who will have a great game in the playoffs. And we're just wondering why. And a lot of people think it's because it's not as much skill in the James Harden stuff that he said a couple of years ago or last year. It's not really a skill thing with him. It's just, you know, his length, his athleticism, and maybe that there's not as much respect for his game. So we're just asking about that as well. How accurate is that? Let's take some calls. Ron is in St. Louis with a comparison. Go ahead, Ron. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just think that Giannis is a lot better uh, skill-wise than Shaq. Shaq was just a power jumper, power dunker. He had a little baby hook, but he didn't have the assist that Giannis has. Giannis has eye court vision. Uh, so to compare the, diff, the two of them, I think Giannis has just as much skill as Shaq. He just doesn't have the rings yet. And, and, and so does Joel Embiid, but what does that mean? It means that I'm not – first of all, nobody's scared – of Giannis the way they were Shaq. Shaq struck fear in dudes. They were scared of Shaq. Oh, yeah. Like, literally. You didn't want to get dunked on by Shaq. No, it might hurt. Not even dunked on. You didn't want him to get his big ass on the blocks because it was a wrap. Whenever he set himself up and got on the blocks, it was a wrap. Wasn't nothing you could do. People forget he was breaking, not backboard, not shattering backboards, but he literally, ben in rims. one game, broke the yeah. rim to a point where the hydraulics snapped and it just their whole backboard just folded. Yeah, he just wasn't nothing seen that you before. could do. It was, a, it was a runaway train yeah. at all times of the night when he was on the court. That's the thing. It's, it's like, that's why I hate that comparison. Shaq was a they br- only comparing him, was but, but people only comparing him to Shaq because of the missed free, free throws. throws. Yeah, like, come on, dude, seriously. Yeah, I'm not buying that. How about uh, Mike in Georgia? Go ahead, Mike. You know, I really think with the last guy that came on really hit it. He hit it on the button, man. I totally disagree with both of you guys. What's separating what's separating Giannis and Shaq is literally just rings right now. All right, because he does not have the skill that Giannis has. And Shaq never did. He couldn't shoot free throws. He could shoot three-pointers. 
Are well, you scared? Are you scared of Giannis? Or are you scared of Shaq? Giannis can't shoot three. Because I can pull, I can pull many, I can pull many NBA players, and I promise you, they fear Shaq over Giannis a hundred percent. I literally did I mean, that yesterday is, and got that same response. Giannis, he outweighs Giannis by at least a hundred pounds. All right, so that you you're looking at Shaq. No, right, I'm not talking. Not, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking you about gotta remember, weight wise. I'm talking about through 2000 Shaq. No, like I'm that's not. Seven years of Shaq was a but, but Mike, dominating Mike, you're talking about seen. his weight. I'm not talking about yeah, his weight. Power. I'm talking about his power, and I'm talking about the ability to strike fear in your opponent. Giannis ain't striking no fear in nobody. You haven't heard it. You haven't heard one player say Shaq, NBA player. Say Giannis is a better basketball player than Shaq. Not one. Now, the NBA now has way more skilled players than when Shaq first came in the league. Look at it. Every team. You can look at any, every team in the Man, NBA. And you know what Shaq could do to Giannis? You know what Shaq could do to Giannis, even though he is the reigning defensive player of the year? You Did you ever remember a guy named Matumbo, what Shaq used to do to mm-hmm. him? Like, come yes, on. Sir. Yes, sir. Come on now. Yeah. But let, me, let, me, let me make this last Let's keep point. it 100 yeah, if we're going to talk. One when last compare, point, Mike. When I compare these big guys, I compare these big guys in the all-around, and who can, who, how can they play the game? Giannis can guard big men. Shaq could never guard the, the superstar men, like the, the, the big guys that was good. Shaq is just a big guy. That yeah, can nah, Mike, Mike, can, nah. Lies, 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 and more lies. That's my wheelhouse, that era. And that's not accurate at all. Not like, at not all. Accurate. Not again. You're thinking of Shaq in a Cavs jersey when he was overweight. No, you think like, of the Shaq. Is, you can't you think, think of the Shaq in a Celtics you, jersey. Yeah, you when he didn't even play. You got to think of the Shaq that was wearing an Orlando Magic jersey and then went to L.A. That's as good a player. And and he had that's an era where he was going up against Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing, like that crew, Alonzo Mourning. They couldn't hold him. And at the other end, he was so strong and back then more nimble, athletic. He was devastating, man. People forget because you remember the older version of him. You they can't let that memory sink in. You got to go back to those days. He was a different player. And what Key's saying is the reaction I got from former and current players I talked to yesterday about this whole thing. And they were like, no, no, no. Shaq was a different, like a totally different player because of what Key's saying. You respected him because you feared him at both ends of the floor. Like he was a, he was a guy that you – like you, you lost sleep going up against him. I like Giannis. And it's not saying Giannis isn't good. That's what I mean. Like, I like Giannis. Like disparaging Giannis. But I don't want to compare him to nah, something that I not, know is different. That's not right. Like I don't, I don't understand what people do. That they, they take one thing that Shaq did that Giannis does now, which is miss free throws. Yeah, and they the take comparison. that and they yeah. go, he's See? just like Shaq. Yeah. It's like no, mm-hmm. man, he's not. No. That happens in football as well with people in baseball, all sports. They start trying to compare a guy based on one thing. Let's take John in Texas. Go ahead, John. Yeah, I, I thought the question was, does Giannis deserve more respect? I, I didn't think it was a, compare, a well, comparison that's a lot of people between him and Shaq. No, it's not. It's what other people are doing. That's why they, they okay, bring so it up. But I'm yes, gonna, I'm, I'm going to put – I'm going to put my two cents in a, uh, with regard to the question. Does Giannis deserve more respect? And I say yes. In this current age of basketball, and I'm 77 years old, so I've been watching it for, mm-hmm. for quite a while, 
he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't get the respect he deserves. The Bucks wouldn't be where they are. That's true. They've been, but, but uh, John, uh, uh, they've been a very respectful team since they drafted him. John, let me ask no, you this I, question. I, stay, stay with me, John. Why do you think he doesn't get the respect? I don't know. Mm. I, I just don't know. There's a sea change in basketball, as you well know. I mean, you all have seen it in your lifetime. I've seen it in mine. I mean, uh, you know, you know it, why. It, you know why he doesn't get the respect? Because they don't respect his game. They, 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 they meaning the NBA players that uh, my partner Han almost called you John Han, Alan Han spoke with yesterday as he did his research as a fine reporter for many years here in the New York area. Um, spoke to many current and former NBA players. They don't respect his game like that. They just look at it as put your shoulder down. And if you can get inside the box, great. And if not, we win. That's why. And John, I think John is right in the point he's making, and and I appreciated his call because, again, you take somebody that's been watching the game a long time, you said he's 77 years old, that it's the game is changing, and it's true, and he should get more respect. And that's why I asked the question is why. Like, I just can't help but notice. Dame Lillard makes a, you know, a logo three, and you get, you know, you get this whole bunch of tweets from NBA players. it's harder to do that. Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> what it is. But it's, it, there's a different type of reaction. Giannis goes for back-to-back 40s. Yeah. I felt like yesterday we were talking about, we were doing it yesterday, and I was like, this guy just went for back-to-back 40s in an NBA Finals. Like, he's averaging 34 a game the, in the where Finals. Did the four, where did the majority of the 40s come from? All of it came in the paint. That's why the they like, eh. And even, like, Monty Williams, like, one guy took 70 free throws, which was Giannis, his whole team took 16. So, like, there's there's something about his game that everybody, media fans, we all just look at this guy like, wow, this is an all-time great. And then I look at players, and I was like, why does he the get players, that same fo- follow, love? Follow the players' lead, man. That's all I tell you. Tell just recognize his talent. Fo- follow the players' lead. If the players are genuinely saying that, that's because that's how they feel. And let me remind you again, James Harden, this is from February 2020. And he kind of breaks it down. And one player told me, just listen to what James Harden said. That's how a lot of players feel. Listen. I wish I could just run, run and with seven feet and run and just dunk. Like that takes no skill at all. <laughs> I got to actually learn how to play basketball and how to have skill, you know. I'll take that any day. So, Key, in football, <laughs> wide receiver is such a – to me, wide receiver is such a position that is similar to basketball because the athleticism, the ability to catch, it's all this stuff that has a lot of the same skill – as the game, aside from, of course, passing and shooting, but I mean athletically, that's another talent, recognized talent thing. When you are there, guys that you've looked at that get a lot of shine, and you're like, no, he's not. That's a media creation. Like, where where wide receivers who are elite will look at a guy who gets a lot of attention or gets a lot of media coverage or whatever it is, a lot of hype, and you guys like, nah, yeah, he's absolutely. not that guy. Man, absolutely, at all positions, mm-hmm. whether it's linebacker, whether it's defensive back, receiver. Let's stick to the receiver side, for instance. When you predominantly 99.9% are catching the football out of the slot on linebackers and you're running option routes, that means you're going left or you're going right. You ain't doing nothing else. Mm -hmm. If the guy is inside of you, you go break out. If he's outside of you, you go break in. And you're doing that 90% plus of the time you're on the damn field. They're like, come on, man, stop. You're just racking up, racking up points or racking up yards, but it's oh, what a great catch! Oh God, it's like, dude, it's the fourth corner. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) This is the fourth corner. Dude ran a six-yard option route, caught the ball, and fell down. 
But that's, you know, yeah. you, you look at that and you go, man, stop. Or opposed to a guy who's outside the numbers, also in the slot, back outside the numbers. On third down, they put him in the slot. Moving uh, around, yeah. yeah. Moving around, doing. Give me a receiver that doesn't that you think is this guy's elite and doesn't get any shine. You know, Robert Woods from the Rams to me is is one guy who to me is like ridiculous, like like he's really really good, ridiculous. Man. You said, yeah, he's good. Yeah, like he's good, like really good. But they don't, you know, he hasn't been to a Pro Bowl. He's not a a fourteen hundred yard receiver, but he's a consistent. 1,000 yard, mm-hmm. 950, 975 on a consistent. When I need a big catch, he's there. When I need a big block, he's there. And then another guy that is amazingly, it's funny to me because I laugh, is my nephew. And I'm using him as an example. This is whoever, teammate, whatever, social media, whatever, slant Mike. So Michael, you Michael catch Thomas, right. however many balls you caught breaking records, only catching slant. Like, what the hell are you talking about? That to me – is crazy because it's not created. This is his ability. He can play inside. He works dudes on the outside. He's a willing blocker. Not the best blocker, I keep telling him, but he's a willing participant. He's not afraid. He's not turning it down. That, to me, is a skill. Stephon Diggs has skills. You can do inside-outside. Larry Fitzgerald, inside-outside. Julio Jones. When Julio Jones can master the slot position, he's going to be incredibly hard to cover. But playing on the outside, can't do anything with him. So when you got guys on the defensive side of the ball, he's your shutdown corner. Mm. How is he shutting anybody down when he's playing cover four? Or how is he shutting anybody down when he's playing cover two and the safety's over the top? Or he's, got, he's playing cover two man when he's trailing the guy from the back in – the safety is over the top, and he knows he has over-the-top help, but the first thing that happens is he's a shutdown corner or cover four when a guy's sitting there and he's looking, his eyes is looking at the backfield and he can see everything that's going on. No, shutdown corner is Darrell Revis, Ty Law, Jalen Ramsey. When you're on an island, yeah. Uh, uh, Prime, when he was – that's shutdown corner. Don't tell me nothing about a dude is a shutdown anything or a linebacker that can't make a play at all, unless he got the 1,100 pounds in front of him so he can run through gaps. No, I don't want that dude. I'm telling you, I try to Because I can put anybody in that spot when it's clean to make a play. I try to tell people who are fans, and even other people in the media as well, when you aren't sure about whether somebody is legit, like elite, ask a player. Players will tell you. Like, like you, what you just did there is the example of what I got yesterday and what generally – You know how hard it is? What, what you get. Like when there's, – there's, there's like you say, yeah, he's good, and you can like say nice things because you don't want to offend somebody. But there's an enthusiasm that elite players have or show when they talk about other elite players. Like I always, I always love – Can when, you get open by yourself? Yeah. Can, can you get open by yourself without the scheme of – shallow crosses and rubs and people picking for you. And then the first thing that you say as a writer, oh, my God, that guy's really good. Like, man, you know how hard them damn coaches set in all night long to draw that play up for that individual to get open? Like, I had a coach. that's the same as last two minutes of a game. Can you make the shots for your team? Yeah. Or can you, like you said, get open. Can you get to your spot? Is the same thing as can you get open. In the NBA, can, can you get to your spot? And the great ones can. 
KD is one of the great examples of a guy I can always get to my spot when I need to. Whether I make the shot or not, different story. But I, I can get to my spot. I had a coach one time call me one day. You know, I talk a lot, Coach. This was when I was playing still. I still remember this. He calls. We've been in here for about 10 hours, man, trying to figure out ways to get this blankety blank open <laughs> because he can't get open by himself, Key. And I said, you ain't got to tell me. I already know this. He's like, we've been in here literally. And, his, and he's got great numbers and statistics, but he can't figure – he can't get open unless it's on the move, shallow crosses, things that have to – we have to create ways in, in deceiving ways, trick things yeah. to get him open. That's what it's like you ain't got to trick nobody with Randy Moss because Randy Moss, he, he going to put the hand up <laughs> and I'm going to get open. I got this like, dude. Right. Yeah, it's easy. It's funny, though. But that is the, that's the difference. Again, yeah. that's the difference between – I, I use the word elite because I think elite's the best way to describe it. Everybody's say, good, but and, are you elite? And then y'all get mad when they don't get voted to Pro Bowls or some of that stuff. You're like – Guy had a great year. It's like, no, nah, man, the players ain't putting that dude in don't no you think that's why? But don't you think that's why players – now, I know everybody says, well, don't let players vote for All-Star because they'll find a way. Like they'll, But I think players are the ones who recognize who yes. should be there. Yes. I never understood the idea. I don't fan – who do the fans want to see? But the idea that a media, media voting – and I used to do it. Media voting for MVP in the NBA makes no sense. Tell me well, – players tell me who's great. Yeah. The players will tell me. I like Giannis, though, man. I do like Giannis, and he's an unbelievable story. But will he but ever he get Shaq. credit from the elite players in the NBA? So let's Maybe stop that. Maybe winning a ring. We'll discuss next.